Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wicked Anime is presented by the Nerdy Show Podcast Network. Geeky programming for all nerds and otaku across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination and with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other wicked awesome geek programming, visit nerdyshow.com. of the Wicked Anime Podcast. I am the stupid awesome analyst, Jonathan, and with me is the hard man with hard opinions, Andrew. I am the hard man with hard opinions, Andrew. We have the fangirl, Victoria. Hi! You are back from Florida. Uh She's she's actually in the same room as us. I know, it's so weird! (laughs) Yeah, and actually we are in... My apartment. Her apartment, Mm -hmm. yeah. Mine and James' apartment. It's beautiful. It's so nice. I think they've talked talked with Jeff. Jeff He's been on our podcast before. Mm -hmm. He has? Yeah. He has. But we're completely forgetting somebody right now. And we have Evan from the Boston Bastard Brigade. What does you want, Mr. B-Seeks? Mite, mite. We... I'm sorry, what? That was, <laughs> that was That was a line from Japanese Rick and Morty. Yeah. <laughs> what does you want, I used to watch English Rick and Morty. Yeah. I'm sorry. What does you want, Mr. B-Seeks? Mite, mite. like, no thanks. That was so awesome when that showed up. I saw a video yep. that I hadn't looked at yet, but there was somebody, a Japanese girl, reacting to hearing the American voices to, to Rick and Morty. She hated the American voices, but she said the Japanese ones sounded cuter. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's, that's such a Japanese thing to say. Ah, oh, these voices don't sound cute. Yeah, it's not as cute. <laughs> <laughs> I can never picture Rick and Morty cute, though. Yeah, right? Exactly. There's nothing cute no, about Rick and but Morty. I, but I will say that all the Japanese voices are perfect. Like, they are... No, I agree. They all match so well to the show. It's really great. Yeah. Like, I, I just want to so watch the... Jack, so I will take your opinion. You don't watch Rick and Morty? Hell no, it looks ridiculous. It, it does look re- ridiculous. It's from the same guy who did Community. You watch Community? Yeah. Yeah, same guy who, yeah. Did, who did Community, did Rick and Morty. I don't have time to watch things on TV. I watch Netflix <laughs> and Hulu Plus, guys. Like, now I have to... I, Rick like and Morty's on Hulu Plus. It's on there. Kind of job. Go on, <laughs> go on to Hulu Plus. It's on there. Watch oh, it's it there. on Hulu Plus. <laughs> Yeah. It's worth oh, it. Crap. Now it's it's, it's yeah, really it's, worth it. It's really funny. <laughs> yeah. We'll catching up on Steven Universe when that's done. We'll see. <laughs> wow, you need to catch up on Steven Universe? No, by catch up, I mean like I watched the new episode last Okay, time. yeah. That's, that's <laughs> what I thought. I was like, hang on a second. I'm now. trying to get There's, out of watching this like, show. That's, okay? like, that's like me saying, I got to catch up on JoJo. <laughs> <laughs> I have a Steven Universe blanket down too. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that was Into the West. <laughs> 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 Do we? I don't. I don't. Yes, we do have an into the. We actually have another into the west later. I'm gonna save it as a surprise though, because I don't want to tell you guys. A surprise? Yeah. Okay. I'm scared. Anyways, uh, it's time to ring the news bell. News. 
Okay. First up in media news, um, there was a uh, announcement that they were going to create a live action drama series this summer for The Girl Who Leapt Through Time. I did hear Ooh. about that. Ooh. Yeah. That'd yeah. be cool. That was a good movie. Uh, oh. It was a great movie. Here's the thing, though. They've had a live action version, a live action movie of The Girl Who Leapt Through Time before, and I saw the trailer for it, and that was it for me. I, I just thought it was awful. Like, the, Oh, really? Yeah, because yeah. The Girl Who Leapt Through Time... The live-action movie was about Makoto goes back in time and goes back into the 70s, meets a guy, and falls in love with the guy in the 70s and tries to fall in love with him there. And so, like, uh, it's, like, not even the same movie. Well, the thing is, that one's more based on the original novel. Is that really what the original novel was about? Yeah. Well, then... In, the Marvel host of the movie is technically a sequel to the original novel. Interesting. I didn't know that. Well, now you know. Yeah, now yeah, now well, you know. Learning but, and growing. But that means that Mamoru Hosoda technically took a property and made it his own, and it was the best movie I've ever seen. Yeah, right. <laughs> so that's that was, really that was a good New Year's Eve. That was a really good New Year's Eve because we all that was the, that was our discovery. In my attic. Yeah, yep. that was the, our discovery of Mamoru Hosoda, mm-hmm. and which has led us to the trail of having to see every single movie he's in, kind of like stalking him over the internet being like when is your next movie coming out yeah. and then uh oh yeah he's the best yeah so i'm interested to see what direction they're going to take for this live action series are they just going to take the movie and extend it out into a into a series like a or are they going series. to take mamura hosoda's version so that's going to be a really interesting thing to find out mm-hmm. next up in media news okay this is kind of a somber story but it's got like this light-hearted kind of feel to it uh, light novel author uh, Tomohiro Matsu, he created the light novels for books such as Listen to Me, Girls, I Am Your Father. It, that series came out a while ago as an anime, but it was originally a, uh, a light novel series. There Anyways, are so many light novels getting uh, anime adaptions now. Yeah, yeah, there yeah. are, like with Konosuba, which is coming out now in America. It really started. Yay. It really kind of started with Sword Art Online. Sword oh, Art Online was really yeah, like the sure. major like, hey, light novels are really popular. Yeah. Um, no, no, I actually I would disagree. I think it was the Haruhi Suzumiya series well, that was like the first one. Yeah, that's true. But like, um, it, that was probably like the first one. Yeah, that was the but, only one. But but yeah, so uh, like the trend really picked up when when they found out how popular Sword Art Online was, and then like because then after like, yeah. After that was No Game, No Life. Oh, Bakemonogatari. Bakemonogatari, and then, you know, Konosuba. So, it, it yeah. Spice it and Wolf, yeah. Kajuro oh, Days. Freaking love Spice and Wolf. Yeah, <laughs> we, we, we yeah. have a bunch of Spice and Wolf fans among us. So, anyways. I like Fox Girls. So. <laughs> wolf Girl. Yeah, that was last time. <laughs> That's right, she is a Wolf Girl. That doesn't matter. Yeah, so screw her. Right, well, an, no, Animal not Girls. Not literally. <laughs> animal Girls, it's fine. Anything. Anything's fine. I was just thinking, I... Ooh, I, no, I'm not going to say this out loud. I'm talking. I was like, I, cos- I cosplayed Hal. I, I, Holo. And I was like, huh. I think I still have my foxtail and ears I might have to give to a future girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I'll be a good friend. There you go. <laughs> um, so Tomohiro Matsu, he actually uh, recently passed away. He was only 43 years old. And he, um, yeah, I think he, he had some kind of illness. Uh, I think it was kept under wraps by his family. They didn't really talk about it that much. Man, I heard another voice. A voice actress just recently passed away too. Yeah, she, she was did. Digimon. She was one of yeah. She was one of like the OG voice actors of yeah, her time. She was she was 50, uh, 51 years old. It's crazy. Yeah, she was Japanese. recently the voice of um of uh, Usagi's mother in the new Sailor Moon series. Oh, oh yeah, wow. 
So the story for uh, Tomohiro Matsu is that as sad as his passing is, he, uh, his memorial service, that he, his request for the memorial service was the illustrator for all of his properties. He, he bought a white casket and the illustrator for every series drew every single one of his original characters on his oh casket. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And... <laughs> beautiful yeah like, oh, i'd be crying the I whole would be, time uh, yeah, I was yeah. Like, oh my god and matsu himself described this in his will as the ita coffin which in in the akihabara um itashi cars are those vehicles that you see around that are yes. plastered with anime characters yeah. well he made the ita coffin and it was his gift his final gift to the world oh my gosh it kind of makes me want to cry right now I know, it's like <laughs> Damn. When I read the story, it was gorgeous. It was so beautiful, and it's I don't like want a picture. Oh, yeah, are there pictures? Yeah, it's yeah, a, there I, are. I, I, if there wasn't, that'd be kind of horrible. I got this. I got this or, uh, article off of uh, Rocket News, which is easily one of the best. One Somebody of the best link me ever. pictures, please. Like, I, I want to see this. Dude. Oh my gosh. That's and like, I'm I'm sure that all those things on the side of the coffin there, they're all goodbye messages from his characters. Oh, I'd be so heartbroken. That's so depressing, but like so beautiful. It's yeah, I, I mean, like it's it is sad, but like isn't it like one of the greatest things ever? It's like now I know what I want on my coffin. Yeah, that's what I'm right? gonna, that's what I'm gonna do with I my actually, coffin. I like the idea of the tree. Oh like, yeah, like being cremated and turned turn into a tree. Into, yeah, I like that. I think that's really pretty. Yeah. I don't really want to be thinking about a coffin right now. But, <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. is getting really grim right now, guys. Okay. <laughs> Not really. I mean, like it's 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 a starting my new adventure, talking about dying. Yeah, I, I just got here, but I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I survived my plane ride. Yeah. You know, with my cat who was not happy with me. I'm sh- I'm sure he's fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know what? For once, I'm gonna say I'm sure he's fine. I sure hope that when I die, somebody's gonna say I'm sure he's fine, seeing that I started it. Yeah, I started this. That's, gonna, that's what's gonna be on your gravestone, <laughs> we'll make sure. um, Andrew yeah. from ni- 1990 to whenever i'm sure he's fine i'm sure he's fine <laughs> wherever he is actually as a matter of fact i think that's a, that's a wonderful idea just saying uh let's not plan your twin brother's <laughs> coffee like, <laughs> do you have any more news because it's got real grim real yes grim. okay yeah, yes right, last, stop <laughs> it last media news story okay oh my god <laughs> So, um, so great to be back, guys. <laughs> Evan sent me this story. Um, oh, who's and, that weirdo? All oh, right. <laughs> uh, AKB48 members to star in a uh, Japan and U.S. crossover production, which is going to be a six-episode horror miniseries to come out in July on Hulu. So AKB48, nope. they're gonna they're gonna do a uh, horror series nope. on Hulu. Like, how crazy is that, Evan? Do you know more about this production? Um, I know that the guy who helped create it, uh, Darren something, but he directed Saw two, three, and four, like the like the like the much better sequels than the original Saw movie. He and um he graduated from our college. He graduated he from Boston University. Yep, that's cool. Yep. Yes, and I don't know much about it because a lot of the info was in Japanese, but it looks really interesting. And just hearing Darren, the the director, talk about these two girls, the two char- the two people from AKB forty eight. And how they acted on there, it sounds like that he was just 
immensely impressed with their acting skills. So I'm really looking forward to seeing this show when it pops up on Hulu in a couple months. Yeah, that's great. You're going to have to tell us about it because I still don't have Hulu. But um, <laughs> it's but it, I, I also read that. So Darren I is. watch it because I don't do horror. But. Yeah. So Darren um, is, is a producer on this show and there's going to be a Japanese director on it um and i think he helped out on like the production of a couple of the episodes already though i think he was like a co-director or something or he's he's there all the time just to make sure production's going okay interesting okay um but also there are supposed to be other members of akb48 making appearances in the show too but uh you know akb48 they they kind of have this weird rap don't they because they're only known for the fact that they're in the akihabara district and you know, they're only known to nerds uh, or otaku in Japan. You know, it's it's like a weird And rap. their fans can be kind of creepy at times. Wicked creepy at times. Like, for instance, buying hundreds upon hundreds of CDs just to get a handshake. Hundreds? Try thousands. Or no, yeah. it wasn't the handshake tickets. A long time ago, it was who was going to be the next front member of it. You, you bought a CD with a member's face on it, and however CDs sold the most was the next front member for AKB48. Hmm. And, the, and they spent, le- and there were fans who spent hundreds of thousands of yen to get them, their favorite, into their into the front mm-hmm. spot. Which is you crazy. See, yeah, and it was like, that was what kind of turned me off from, like, the whole idol scene until stuff like Baby Metal and even Love Live, like, showed me, hey, it's it's actually not that bad. Yeah. It's more of, it's more of the, maybe it's more of, like, the fan base that kind of creeps me out more, because I have much respect for a lot of the musicians and the singers that are in the idol industry, but it's just the fans that kind of, like, really turned me off from diving much deeper into the subgenre. Gosh, that sounds really familiar. Cough, cough, conventions. <laughs> Cough, yeah. cough, Steven Universe. What? <laughs> Not you specifically. I know. Same. Hey, listen, it happens to My Little Pony fans too. Homestucks. <laughs> Anyways, that's all I have for media news. I do have one piece of gaming news, which I, is... I have gaming news. You have gaming news too? Is it about Monster Hunter? It is. I'm shocked. If he, I was going to say, if he has gaming news, it's not even a question what it's about. So, right, what's um, yours? Okay, so actually, um, Evan shot this over to me, um, which Evan is right here, weird. Um, <laughs> uh, Evan shot this over to me uh, right before we started, but I actually already knew about this um, uh, from prior days. Of course uh, you did. It's Monster not. Hunter. Um, You're first to know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Monster Hunter Online, you know, that uh, China-made MMO that's, like, made in the Unreal... En- no, the CryEngine. CryEngine 3 Monster Hunter. Like, it's it's gorgeous. It's out-of-this-world amazing. Um, only available in China. It's made by Tencent, and Capcom is aware of it. And uh, Do they have their blessing on it? I have no idea. Um, <laughs> but, but here's what's happening. Is because it's China only... And Japan is freaking out, like, why the hell don't we have this? And America's freaking out, why the hell don't we have this? Like, strictly, I mean, China, of all places, for Monster Hunter. What? Like, we should be getting this stuff. Um, Especially because it's an MMO, and it looks beautiful. It's finally getting an English patch. Now, see, the thing is, is the English patch is you still have to go through the huge hassle of going to the Chinese website, downloading the Chinese clients, installing it. There's install guides all over the internet and everything like that. But uh, Tencent, the people who made this CryEngine 3 Monster Hunter Online MMO, this English patch has their blessing. Like, they are aware of it, and they're like, yeah, if you guys want to English patch this, go right ahead. So, 
I my life may be over because I will if you really got to try it. Okay, so the thing is is I I don't have a PC right now. I don't have like a laptop PC, but that is kind of in my scope. Like I've been thinking about wow, I really need a new laptop and I really would like to try playing some games on it and stuff like that. Um I have an old laptop that still runs games like Japanese games that I get and stuff, but uh um now uh, that this is in my field of view. I'm like, oh my gosh, I gotta try this. Uh, because if you guys haven't seen videos from Monster Hunter Online, it's amazing. I haven't. Yeah, it's it's seriously... Like, I even just go to the character creation videos. Like, some people uh, make their character creation video and then they play, like, the first five minutes of the game. It's so amazing. Uh, like, they even do the thing, like, where your created character is in cutscenes still um, and you have a palico wow like it's amazing so now that they actually have an english patch coming out i'm really psyched uh i actually would put the effort in of going to download the chinese client and uh doing everything that i need to to give it a shot because it's it's really amazing i feel like you're going to be the only one who's going to be trying this yeah i I don't care (laughs) i i I, all of us at least (laughs) yeah uh i mean hey it it looks really amazing and uh some of our some of our hunters from Monster Hunter Weekends yeah. will probably give it a shot well, too. And the uh, and the character creation is so in depth. Like they give you like bases of like faces and hairs and stuff to uh, to try out, and then you can mold it into whatever you want, which is way farther in depth than the actual Monster Hunter. Like you don't even get to. And uh, well, there's a difference between CryEngine three and 3DS. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, yeah. but the fact that they actually got it to run on the CryEngine is uh is pretty big uh like they i mean well they collaborated with uh crytech to get the engine running from monster hunter online yeah and the thing is is it means a thing like this is possible you know like it's possible to have monster hunter look this good like it doesn't just have to be a portable game even though the portable game is what is what makes it yeah is is what it, it is it's awesome and and you know monster hunter generations is coming out July. June? July. It's coming out in July. And I'm, yeah, and I'm so <laughs> freaking psyched. But this English patch of Monster Hunter Online is slated for May 30th. The In a, a week. That's really close. Yeah, it's really close. So I'll be playing Overwatch. Yep, I, I'll be playing Overwatch too. <laughs> um, but I'll, I'll still be playing Doom. <laughs> um, but I found this website um, that has, I think it's actually the website that Evan sent me for this. Uh, the comment on the bottom of it is from somebody named Kog- uh, Kogath, and he says, I didn't realize our patch had gotten this much attention lately. Thanks for posting about it. Like, to the article writer who wrote this article about, hey, the patch is actually coming out. And because people are freaking out about this. People are, like, so incredibly excited that there's a Monster Hunter Online patch because it's a Chinese-only game for some reason. You know, and, hey, we're finally going to be able to try out some servers in English. Holy crap. <laughs> cool. So that is in my future. That yeah. it guaranteed is in my future once I get a, P- a good PC. Yeah. Uh, so what I had for gaming news, another somber story. I'm like bringing all the death to the yard today. What the hell, man? <laughs> Disney Infinity is canceled. Yeah. Oh, I'm not that upset about that. <laughs> oh, but the, you know what I'm... Ca- I you, have it. Yeah, Come you on. know what I'm, I'm upset about? You have it? Yeah. Oh. I haven't played it very often. Like, we bought it... <laughs> Technically, James bought it for me because I complained enough. Um, but <laughs> no, we paid him back. I'm kidding. But um, but yeah, we have it. We didn't get a lot of the figures for it. Like we got, I think I have Rapunzel. My roommate had good choice. Captain America. I had Stitch, and I think we. I don't know, but those are the ones I definitely had. And oh, and I had Merida. And like, I don't know. It just it. 
wasn't as cool and as much as I hoped it would be. Yeah, that's pretty much what everybody yeah. kind of thinks about it. It's it's more for a younger audience, unfortunately. Uh, a lot of people just collect the figures. Yeah, yeah. see, yeah. and that's really cool and actually that's what I was gonna say was um, I don't have Disney Infinity at all, mm-hmm. but I really want the Tron figures. Like that, that's that all. Surprise like me. I want the Korra and I want Tron and like I Jack. I need my Jack Skellington. Yeah, see, but the thing is, though, is now they're all going away. So mm-hmm. they're getting harder to find. Um, so if I... Can you imagine how much they're going to go up on eBay for? Oh, yeah, so Oh, man. So if I find a Korra and Tron before they go away, I'm probably going to buy them. Why didn't you tell me while I was in Disney? Because I, that's all they ever had on the shelves. I don't know. And I had a discount. I then. didn't even think about oh, it. True. That would have yeah. been so Good amazing. Job, Good job. Yeah. <laughs> GG. GJ, <laughs> oh, I'm so sad now. Nearly. Why did you? You shouldn't have. You shouldn't have even mentioned that. To me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I have to remind you of your mistakes. Come on. <laughs> I love <I was>, Tron. <laughs> I was really surprised that we never got any Studio Ghibli characters. Maybe right? Oh, that would have been cool. So <laughs> How cool would it have been? Dude, I would have spent everything I had on those. It's, it's just because they're distributed by Disney. They're not actually like Disney right. properties. No, right. I understand so popular. That. Like, it would have been, it would have definitely made money. Though technically, the gamers are mostly into that too. Yeah, so. technically, the, with the Marvel stuff too, it's just distributed by Disney. That's not a, a Disney property. There's the Marvel superheroes. Yeah. Like, there's a lot more of those than there are, like... Yeah, like, the Ghibli stuff, yeah. but... Yeah, no, but still, it's... it's. Dude, I would just play Howl all the time, just whoosh. <laughs> I would well, probably no, play... Maybe, maybe they can now uh, sink that money yeah! into building that Studio Ghibli land that Disney, like, creator wants to build. So, did you... Evan, actually, um, we had a, our, our uh, nerdy show... Nerdy Show podcast had a discussion about why Disney Infinity is going away. Are you familiar with the actual reason? Well, it's because they didn't make as much money with the third one as they did with the previous two. The sales were dropping like slower and lower and lower. And because of that, they figured, let's not bother doing any more then if no one's really going to be buying the game and such. So um, not only did they cancel Disney Infinity, but they're also closing the Disney Interactive Studio. Yes. So um, you you were kind of correct. So uh, what's happening is, yes, the whole Disney Interactive Studio is going away. But uh, if, you know, if Disney Infinity... They're, like So Disney Infinity is out of print. Like, they're actually taking the items off the shelves... And, uh, and, and kind of liquidating the whole thing. So that's not just like they're not making it anymore. That's like it's going away. Uh, and n- what we discussed on Nerdy Show was... We, I shouldn't say we because I wasn't there. But what Nerdy Show discussed... You were yelling into the, into the radio and yeah. they weren't talking back. Was, um, <laughs> was the Shanghai Project, Disney Shanghai, the theme park, is like millions of dollars over budget. So they are literally looking for places where they're hemorrhaging money so that they can make more money so that they can build this this theme park. Uh, it, they're closing down all the interactive studios and all like uh, ABC, uh, ABC studios. Like that's oh, that's why they're canceling things like uh, Agent Carter, Castle um, and all those uh, those shows. The Muppets. The Muppets. They're, they're, uh. they're closing all of those down. Because of this uh, Disney Shanghai project, and so all the video games are going away, all the all the Marvel TV shows are going away. Because I don't know, have you have you guys watched the videos for the shit that they did? No. You need to look up Pirates of the Caribbean in Shanghai. 
It is the cool. You fucking get attacked by the Kraken. <laughs> like, it's the coolest <laughs> shit. It's amazing to watch. And, like, I know a lot of it is what I've heard. I'm it's looking like, at pictures right now of Shanghai Disney, and holy <laughs> shit. It's time for some strange news. Woo, so, uh, first up at strange news, May 5th is Children's Day in Japan. It's also Revenge of the 5th. It's also Revenge of the 5th. But for anybody who doesn't know, it's Children's oh, I Day. I coming up, and I was like, what? <laughs> what? Happen? No. Sorry, I was getting a text from Get Dan. off your phone. <laughs> My roommates, okay? <laughs> They're like, we're coming home. We don't want to make noise. And I'm like, it's okay. So May 5th in Japan is Children's Day. It's also when I'm getting married in two years. And right? also when she's getting married in Yay! two years. <laughs> and um, TV Asashi in Japan wanted to broadcast a special uh, television program about cute kids and their daily lives, you know, Japanese babies, all that stuff. That's great. Like, why... Um, like, like, why would there be anything wrong with that? There isn't. We have babies on America's Funniest Home Videos all the time, and it's really cute, really funny, whatever. Uh, well, there was something really off about this Children's Day broadcast on TV Asashi. Okay. They, for some reason, decided that it was appropriate to censor the nipples of all the babies. Of the <laughs> what? babies? Of the babies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can uh, also a news story from from Rocket News that I found, and you can see screenshots of the TV Where broadcast. Where Rocket News get these things? Like I don't understand. Because well, part of it is based out of Japan. They're in Japan. Okay. Yep. So, uh, yeah. So, it's so they uh, nipples on babies. They, they decide babies. to, and yeah, they there's They're screen babies. Caps. There's <laughs> screen caps on the article of like these little chicks hatching out of eggs and you know like, little cartoon chicks hatching out of eggs and just like dancing over the nipples of babies cuz that doesn't bring more attention to those exactly yeah i don't know it's oh my god i mean like i feel like that's something america would do personally before yeah. japan would do it but but i mean japan is really sensitive about their about their sen- censorship you know when it, when it comes to that kind of stuff but i mean jeez and they have us to thank for that by the way really yeah, yeah there was this whole there was a video that someone had posted about how it's because our like prudishness back in the late 1890s when we visited Japan and like all the girls in Japan were like topless, not giving a care, and like all the Americans were like freaking out over it. It's because of us that they became very prudent about nudity as well. Which is funny because they're one of the most sexualized nations in the entire world, if not the most. I think Germany might crust. be number one. Really? <laughs> yeah. Crust. Yeah. No, it is. It's, uh, it's uh, Eastern. It's like Germany, Russia, United States, Japan is like United States comes before I, Japan. I th- no, maybe. No, I'm sorry. Maybe it's like it's like Russia, Japan, United States, something like that in like uh, in like the ranking of the most perverted uh, countries in the world. We're like number three. And that would be a great topic yeah, of discussion. So, for later. <laughs> so yeah, so like, where number three, Russia or Germany is number one, and Japan is number two. I think. You know what? Screw it. I'm looking it up right now. <laughs> most perverted nations in the world. Thanks, Google. Yes, list of most perverted countries revealed. Oh, look, Rocket News. <laughs> Somehow, Japan does not make the cut. What? The online men's magazine Ask Men recently announced the world's horniest countries, with Greece proudly taking the top spot. That makes sense. China <laughs> coming in at number four, and Japan, against all odds, mysteriously absent from the list altogether. What? When what? it comes to sex, Japan is a bit conf- a bit conflicted country. While she, so while she, as in Japan, while she sports a diverse and thriving porn industry and a myriad fertility themed festivals yep. between the sheets. 
the Japanese appear to have as much enthusiasm for actual sex as they do about root canals. <laughs> so, um, so this isn't like, like the porn industry and perversion. Like, yeah, this, this is, is just this is about like, like wild about sex. Yeah, sort right. of thing. Yeah, but there's no actual list. There's no actual list of of stuff. Um, so, um, I have another. That was the babies one, right? Yeah. yeah okay. Yes. I, that was that went so far off topic. That, <laughs> that yeah, was like that whoa. Was <laughs> so, um, <laughs> we're good at that. The okay. last piece of strangeness I have actually comes from a fan, our wicked fan Anna, who's been emailing us some really awesome info over the the past couple of weeks. Um, oh, this is a follow up story, right? Yes, it is. Uh, if anybody remembers our top strange news story. A while back was about an artist whose free speech movement was taking molds of her vagina and selling them as art pieces. I'm sorry, what? Yep. Yeah, she has. This, <laughs> you heard it. This artist, um, she has a fully 3D printed canoe of her vagina, and she <laughs> she rows down the river of Japan. It's uh, kind of awesome, but really awkward at the same time. It's because of it's it's a movement against the censorship in Japan. I understand. <laughs> Which is a perfect follow-up to exactly what we yeah, were just talking were, about. Yes, yeah. exactly. Because just still recently, has nothing like, to do with the nipple babies, but still. Yeah, it, because in the in the just past in the past week, they had the fertility uh, the fertility festival where yeah. it's just men walking down the street with giant statues and paper mache penises, you know, going down. and like that's perfectly fine. But the second you show lady parts, it's not cool. That's at actually all. not true. Um, there's actually like both general areas represented at the festival like the festival is about fertility is about the fert is about fertility and it's yeah. about the and it's about phallus but it's it there they do actually have like vagina lollipops so, and stuff like that so well, that's the thing they have vagina lollipops but they don't have like the vagina statues which there should be more of an all honesty cause... but you see that but but the <laughs> what is it what is a that's so my fetish all right so uh, we're seeing <laughs> vagina a lot now but like what um there's uh, so what is a vagina lollipop? It's a mold. You make a mold of of that thing, and then you and then you make a thing, and then you lick it. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I'm the only woman in this conversation. I'm just like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> but Victoria, are, they all have penis pops. They have penis pops for you. It's okay. It's this all is good. human anatomy. No, I know. I made my friend a penis cake for his birthday. Like, <laughs> Victoria, this is human anatomy. I am an artist. I talk about these things with maturity. No, Stay know. with me. <laughs> Need a break? Need a break? <laughs> Just keep going. <laughs> Keep oh going. Yes. So, anyways, the follow-up story about vaginas. <laughs> okay, sorry. Uh, this this Japanese artist, she's she's been selling online molds. She even created like a little chibi character, like out of her vagina, and like it was. Are you serious? Yeah, dead serious, and you can buy them online. Anyways, Go now like Google, like what the hell? Just recently, she was uh, she was fined four hundred thousand yen. For uh, for which is like four cents American. <laughs> yeah, for indecent exposure. No, it's like oh, it's like thirty eight thousand. No, sorry, thirty eight hundred dollars. Mm -hmm. So that's not terrible. That's not the worst thing that could happen for a quote unquote crime. Yeah, college right. costs way more. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, and I'm sure there's a lot of people still supporting her movement and stuff like what that. What was her name? I don't have it. Why don't I? I found something that's. I just googled it and it was like Japanese artist arrested. Let me see. I can probably find artwork. out. 
Yep, that's her. Oh, that's my, her. She got arrested for it. It's actually kind of cute, though. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> it it kind of looks like like a lily pad, but like yeah. with a, like a, a pink lily pad with a face almost. Yeah, no, like that. I mean, it's it's kind of cute. It, it like I don't know how to react right now. <laughs> well, and it's kinda, like I like the face on it. And it's see, like... and but the 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 color scheme and the shapes that they use like don't even represent. No, a real. That's not the first thing I think of when I look. Yeah, at no, not at all. Because I mean, it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Like, um, it's I. No. I understand what they're doing with the anatomy, but. I find it funny how it looks like it's screaming in horror in its own form. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It does. It's, it's looking at itself in the mirror like, what am I? I'm a monster. <laughs> I'm a monster. Makes pussy positive art. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> yeah. Why is the clitoris yellow? I, I don't know. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, that was always weird to me. I think that's a problem. Well, if you, think about, if you, you know, that does make a good shape for a canoe. <laughs> like it looks like it's like yes, one of the it most, does. and it, does. it, it legit looks like really the most sturdiest canoe. canoe you could make. <laughs> Go down all the rivers. This is a great, <laughs> this is a fantastic conversation. Everything that we are saying is is said with scientific fact. Yeah. Anyways, okay. <laughs> Anyways, Anna, Anna um, was very conflicted on the the whole thing. You know, it's like what side does she support? I mean, as as one movement, it's like there shouldn't be this much censorship over art pieces. And for another thing, it's also like, well, exposing lady parts is kind of something that you can't even really technically do in America. Yeah. You know, which I mean, I'm all for um, art artistic. Freedom. No, no, no. Well, I, yes, I'm all for artistic freedom, but I'm also for modesty. Yeah, well, yeah. So how much did you guys say they... they 400,000 yen. Yeah, that's not what you thought it was. $3,700. Oh, no, I was joking. Oh, okay, I was... I knew you were joking, but like... <laughs> it would be the we, same... We, it would be, I, mentioned, I mentioned that, but you were laugh-crying too hard. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I would have made the same joke if it was pesos. That's true. <laughs> yeah. That's very true. But that. not oh, simoleons. Simoleons <laughs> is just a, a slang term for money. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I thought it was a Sims joke. She's made iPhone cases. Yes. Yes, yeah. she has. She And those ones aren't the character. Those ones are, like, legit. Oh, my God. <laughs> What's the character's name? It's it's the Japanese word for... Monko? Monko. Yeah. Monko-chan. Um, That's okay. the, the character's I name like is Monko-chan. I like that you instantly knew that word. <laughs> like, it's because I of that, uh... You know, know what it is? <laughs> it's because of Ebichu. I, I knew it because of Ebichu. Of what? The hamps that, that dirty hamster anime that Gynex made. Oh, I know it because of visual novels. Oh. <laughs> oh. I know. I know what he goes shopping for at anime cons. Like I know. Shopping. <laughs> and that's as strange as it gets. Thank God. <laughs> I know. If we gone to, went to a story far beyond. Wow, that, that news is... took us forty-five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe like a half hour. It's good it's stuff though. That, like broke through part of it though. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Well, we were talking about it earlier, uh, earlier as in the very first thing that we did, but let's take a trip into the West! Yeah! Oh my god. <laughs> Sorry, I don't think Wait, let me see, let me see. Let me see. Oh, oh, what? Yeah. They, they're kind of messy. You can't really see it from... That's more realistic, I guess. I've seen them. <laughs> I've seen them, yeah. A little canoe next to them, too. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, so, into the West, we have something super interesting coming our way. 
There is a website called moviepilot.com. And on moviepilot.com, you can just create an account and you could write articles. It's kind of like a blog post, like if you wanted to create a WordPress or a Tumblr or something like that. Now, um, the most recent person to make an announcement on there was Mr. Danny Antonucci. Does anybody know what Danny Antonucci has done? I do. I know that yep. name. The Brothers that. Grunt. Ed, Ed, and Eddie, more specifically. What? Yeah, Danny, Danny Antonucci is... Um, he, he's been an animator for a really long time. Uh, he actually animated... I believe he animated on Ed, Ed and Eddie. Even he's the creator of he, the show. Yeah, he was the creator. Ah, cat! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, stay down. Um, so, yeah, Danny Antonucci, I believe he was an animator on Ed, Ed and Eddie for, like, some pieces of it. But um, he did animation on uh, the movie Heavy Metal. Remember the movie? Did he really? Yeah, he yep. was an animator on Heavy Metal. I, oh, you know what? I think I knew that. And yep. um, I personally became and... a fan of his through his MTV cartoon, The Brothers Grunt. And it used to be on like Saturday mornings at six thirty, like these al- creepy ass albino characters. It was really messed up, but really funny. Um, I, I, I'm not familiar with that. I, I'm gonna look it up. But um, the Brothers Grunt. But anyway, um, I actually know where you're going with the story. Because uh, yep. I'm actually really excited about it. Uh, he's actually he announced himself that. He's bringing back Ed and Eddie, but wow. as a movie. So he's doing a. Are they grown up or is the same age? No, he's doing a sequel movie directly off of that final movie they made about the big Eddie's brother. Show? Remember when they went and go fa- oh, looked for Eddie's brother, and at the yeah, end they found yeah. Eddie's brother. Um, it's it's oh continuing God, directly off of that. And um, and the, if if you remember, um, the brothers Grunt looks really creepy. By the way, it looks um, terrifying. And it is, but you, it's very funny. Um, if you remember, uh. Ed, Ed, and Eddie is probably one of the best kids' cartoons with continuity. Like, um... <laughs> Just push him down. My cat is interrupting. I'm sorry. Usually I Thanks. have him locked in a closet. <laughs> so if you remember... Okay, let's get to it. So if you remember, Ed, Ed, and Eddie had some really great continuity to it. Like, um, as the seasons went on, they had just had more things in the show that were like, hey, do you remember when this happened? Or do you remember when we did this? And... And hey, this is still a factor. These characters still think this about about this. So, uh, so hopefully, with this new movie that's coming out, or at least that he's planning to come out, with the way that the big picture show ended, uh, everybody liked Ed and Ed. Like finally, like they started to like them, and uh, they became actually like friends with them, and they were happy for them. Uh, they stuck up for them when Eddie's brother was being nasty to them. Like it, it's going to be really interesting because it's going to be a completely different. Yeah, um, they said it's going to be a more serious tone, which big picture movie did have that feeling to it already. It was a yeah. much more serious yeah. story it than was, the rest It was of the kind series. of dark, too. Yeah, at times it was. A very somber mood. I've been using that word a lot today, but it's it's true. It's Yeah, well, Ed and Eddie is... Um, it, it, it was really weird. Like, they, they went into some pretty weird themes with that. Um, I mean, it, it, it's de- it was definitely a little bit more adult, because... The, the audience that started with the show was grown up. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so to, it... That's that's my other thing about this, too, is that Ed and Eddie is, is, is for us. You yeah. know, it's the same way that they're, like, bringing back Powerpuff Girls and stuff like that. And kids don't remember old Powerpuff Girls. But that's know? because this new Powerpuff this Girls... This new one's horrible. Yeah, it's not really for us. No. Yeah. It's for yeah, this new the generation. They have the freaking Powerpuff Girls twerking. Like, this is not yeah. okay. It's for this generation of people who want to watch the shows that are on there right now, like Uncle Grandpa and Teen Titans but say, Go. But I, I like Uncle Grandpa and Teen Titans Go. 
Yeah. And Amazing World Gumball. So Gumball. With Teen Titans Go. Gumball is awesome. Yeah, Gumball's what? great. Teen Titans Go was amazing. Yeah, so. Uh, I think maybe what you might have meant to say was Samurai Jack because they're bringing Samurai Jack to Adult Swim because the, yeah, the audience Swim. has now grown up. See, yeah. that's great. I mean, and and maybe they'll finally stop using robots as all the main characters. Yeah, maybe, or as all the bad guys, rather. Maybe Jack yeah. will actually cut some real people apart. Anyways, though, Ed and Eddie is definitely not for the Adult Swim crowd. But uh, but that's, that's what's happening. It's been announced. Danny Antonucci has said it himself. And I... Really look forward to seeing because Ed and Eddie was was my favorite show growing up up, up until oh, Teen Titans came out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Ed and Eddie is a really amazing show. And that was Into the West. That was a really long Into the West discussion, Mo- mostly because the cat was jumping. Yeah. West. I just hope that if they do the Ed and Eddie movie, they like bring in all the old voices. Oh, they, they definitely they will. have to. Oh yeah, they, they do. Yeah, and um, I mean Matt Hill, uh, he's still he's still a voice actor, so at least Ed will still have a, a voice actor. But uh, I'm sure if they br- like, I feel like if they were like, "Hey, we're gonna have everyone back together," they'd be like, "Okay, let's do it." Like, oh yeah, no, back. they'll definitely do a reunion show. I'm I can I'm almost positive because as as far as I know, with voice actors, voice actors are always looking for work, no matter mm-hmm. what it was. So if they can go back to a property to make some money, they'll definitely do it. Like, it's the same reason why anime voice actors who jump on shonen shows are like, yes, that's a paycheck for years! You know? I would love to see a movie of all those characters grown up, though. Oh, absolutely. That yeah. would be crazy. But they can't grow up, they're in purgatory. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. Just, just seeing, like... More fan theories. Yep. I feel like Plank would be a fence. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know you'd, they'd, still, they'd include him somewhere. That's awesome. <laughs> um, okay, so let's move on to what we're watching. I personally have not been watching anything new since our last since couple last episodes. Episode. Everybody knows what we're going to be talking about. I will be talking more specifically on something that I've loved this season when we get on to our Topagachi. I, I have been watching something that I actually forgot to talk about in the last episode, and that's uh, uh, Cerberus. Uh, Cerberus is a uh, is on Crunchyroll. <laughs> it's an anime. It's it's <laughs> definitely an anime, uh, and it's a very run of the mill cookie cutter fantasy anime of Ooh. like yeah, oh, that's very like oh the animation is cheap, uh, the oh. characters are bland. Uh, it reminds the, me of Trinity. Set. Yeah, you know, like there's uh, there's dragons in it and sword fighting and 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 beast monsters and. And I was just like, oh, this is boring and whatever. And that's like, hey, there's cat girls in the show. And I was like, okay, I'll stick around. You know, so, <laughs> nice. so, um, so I stuck around for uh, episode, like episode five uh, when it, they like went to, into a hot springs episode. And I was like, cat girls in a hot spring. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> Wait, would cat girls go into the hot spring because cats don't like water? Apparently. Apparently they did in the show. So, you know, um, I don't know. Uh, that's unrealistic anime. <laughs> Yeah, only realistic well, cat girls. Well, see, it always, like see, it always it always brings up the it always brings up the ever wondering question: Would I be allergic to cat girls? Because because I'm allergic to cat because I'm allergic to cats in real life. So like we've discussed this on the show many oh many my times. God, <laughs> <laughs> well, considering most uh, most cat girls <laughs> yeah. only have you know the fur on the ears and the tail, I think you might be okay, Andrew. <laughs> as long as it's it's the dander, right? So you know, like as long mm-hmm. as the dander is like they clean themselves properly. You yeah. see, what you gotta do, Andrew, is you gotta first stick to a hypoallergenic 
cat girl for a couple years. And by doing that, you're going to become sure. immune to the actual regular cat girls. And then by the time you get to hang out with those cat girls, you're going to be completely allergic free. Well, but the thing is, but I'm, I'm, I'm on the same page with, you know, like dog girls and fox girls and wolf girls. So, you know, like that, I mean, I'll take that. I'll take that too. And I, I mean, I'm not allergic to dogs. Do they have things. ears that are not human ears? Great. Yeah. <laughs> and a tail. Yeah. And a tail. Yeah. See, the tail does kind of matter, but I can't re- Do Mithras and Mikotes have tails? I can't remember. That's like one of my favorites. I don't know. <laughs> hey, that, that actually uh, brings me on to my next, uh, what I'm watching. Uh, because I was, uh, last episode, I was watching Bakemonogatari, and, uh, and there's a fantastic cat girl in there, but that's besides the point. Um, uh, Hanakawa is best girl. Um, well, uh, um, Kanbaru would be best girl if she wasn't a lesbian, because then it, like, really, it's like, oh, she's a lesbian, she likes girls, so it doesn't matter. Um, oh, spoilers. Um, and, um, so, uh, uh, it's, it's not really, but anyway, uh, Bakemonogatari, or the Monogatari series as a whole is so good guys monogatari is so good you have to start watching it i'm sure there's a lot of people out there who are saying it's about time yeah see um because yeah. we've actually been uh, i get tweets from a fan all the time being like are you watching it yet are you watching it yet and i actually have been meaning to tweet him back saying yeah i finally started watching it thank god like it's amazing you can stop tweeting me now so um <laughs> so, so i finished the i finished the first season so uh just so everybody's aware crunchyroll has all of Bakemon or all of Monogatari, but they they have Bakemonogatari episode one through twelve, but there's fifteen episodes in the season. So I don't know why they don't have thirteen, fourteen, and fifteen, but you do need to see those to finish the first season before you move on to Nisei Monogatari, which I'm on Nisei Monogatari right now. Are those like the- maybe OVA bonus episodes or? Not really, because it finishes the story. Because that's where you get Hanekawa turning into the Cat Girl. Um, and that you find out uh, a whole bunch of in- extra information about Hanekawa. It's actually really important to the story. Um, because the OVA for uh, Baki Monogatari actually comes after Nisei Monogatari when it's um, Neko Monogatari, black and white, uh, about Hanekawa's past, I believe. However, so Nisei Monogatari, I, started, I watched the first episode of that season, which is the second season. This is like a transitive math problem. Yeah. Uh, the first episode was so funny. So uh, the the first season is really good, and it's surprising because it's a lot of talking. The show is a lot of talking, and that's literally what it is. And um, it, but it's it's got comedy, it's got meta, it's got harem, and ha- I love harems. Harems are the best. I found out why episodes 13, 14, 15 are on there because they were original net animations. That's right. Yeah, they were web they were webisodes, but they should still be able to get their hands on them technically. Anyway, you have to buy uh, it from can... Aniplex to do that. Yeah, I think they're on the DVDs. So the first season itself was really good. It did have comedy. It was really funny. But the first episode alone of Nisei Monogatari, the comedy was just up there. Like, it was so tenfold. And it was really funny. Uh, which was shocking because it's kind of a horror. It's like a mystery show. It's not It's not horror, but it's got, like, ooh, ghosty ghouls in it. And because it's about apparitions and, you know, people being possessed and haunted and stuff. Yeah, it's really good. I highly... Highly, highly, highly recommend the Monogatari series. You should binge through it. You would binge through it. It's great. That's what <laughs> I, I'm... I haven't had to binge through... I haven't gotten to binge watch anime in a while. Yeah, you do have Crunchyroll, right? I do. Okay. I have Crunchyroll, Hulu Plus, and Netflix. Yeah, you... I... Seriously? I, I actually have um, those uh, last three episodes of the first season myself. So if you want to see them, uh, if you want to watch it and then see those other three, I have them. Okay, so, uh But I do. I really recommend it. It's really good. I think you would like it. Do you like Harams? 
We've had that discussion before. Yes. Do we? Because mm-hmm. I know you like romance, but do you like harems? Mm-hmm. Okay. Victoria, um, you been watching? I haven't really been watching things because I've been in the midst of moving and trying to get in mu- as much time with my friends as I possibly could. Like, it's been crazy and lots of drunk people a lot. But, um, <laughs> what? <laughs> I, 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 I moved in with a Puerto Rican gay guy. Yeah, lots of parties. <laughs> um, I love my friends, though. It was so much fun. But yeah, I haven't watched a lot, but I know James recently started watching uh, Fate Zero and Fate Stay Night. Like he oh, yeah, because I remember because of that, Anime Boston. That yeah. painting. He's and so he obsessed with Saber now, isn't yes, he? Yes, he is. Oh, I'm His so happy. His background is Saber. Yeah, I'm so like, happy. You have no idea how happy I am for him that he's I, like... He wants me to watch it. And I, wa- I, I watched... We, we both actually started watching Fate Stay Night first and didn't yeah. know Fate Zero was first. So we started well, watching... Fate Stay Night came out first. It, uh, yeah. So Fate Zero is a prequel season that came out like okay. way later. So yeah, we watched that one first. Well, I, I've w- watched like the first episode or two, and I, I like it. It's like I said, I haven't had time yeah. to like. You guys know I can sit down and like finish a series in about a day. Yeah. And now that I've moved to Massachusetts and don't have a job, that's probably what I'm doing for the next week. But Pokemon got her. It's uh, I'll make a list, okay? Okay. And just give me about two weeks, and you know I'll finish everything. <laughs> so. <laughs> but yeah, he's been watching that, and he has a new waifu. Because any any woman, in I'm armor so that happy for him. We're gonna see him in about a half hour, so I'm gonna <laughs> give him a hug. Yeah. He's like, "Good for you, man! You found a new waifu." He's, you're gonna be like, really happy. You're like, gonna be reacting better to that than when Victoria announced that they got engaged. Yeah, <laughs> it's like uh, what? It's like it's it's not true. Um, <laughs> your waifu is saber. Congratulations! <laughs> but you know what's you yeah, know what's really that. dangerous for James what? is they have so many figurines of saber. Oh, God. So like like you know Ezra Scarlet I'd, has like I'd, ra- I'd rather saber though than Cortana figures. So oh, that's true. Which speaking of which, I have this mouse pad right next to me, and it is like the sexiest Cortana I've Jeff's. ever seen. <laughs> um. Uh, anyway, um, James are Halo nerds. I'm not surprised. So. Uh, but yeah, so, you know, like, Ezra Scarlet is his other waifu. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't make as many figurines of her. They do have figurines of her, and they're mm-hmm. very good. But they have They make just, a lot of Saber? They have endless amounts of Saber oh, figurines. Like, Fate Stay Night... There goes the bank account. Yeah, Fate Stay Night is <laughs> a huge Your fiance is gonna make property. you broke. <laughs> yeah, Fate Stay Night is a huge property. So, like, every season of figurines that, like, you know, there's, like, different seasons of figurines. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, summer figurines come out, and, like, there's themes of everything coming out. Always a saber one. Always Fate Stay Night figurines coming out. Because Fate Stay Night is never ending. (laughs) Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Oh, boy. Well, I've been watching basically the same stuff I mentioned before, but I have been watching another show, and I do have a minor complaint. Well, I wouldn't say minor, but I do have a complaint with the specific one I started to watch, and I don't think I'm going to finish it. And it's that, haven't you heard I'm Sakamoto show? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I've, I, I watched the first episode of that, and that was enough for me. You see, I was watching... I've watched the first four episodes of the series, and I get that this is a character, oh, he can do just about anything that that he can do, and oh, he can, he can do just about everything and anything. I feel like with a show like Haven't You Heard I, I'm Sakamoto, it fails to entertain me because it's an anime. And with animation, you can have characters do anything you want. So watching right, yeah, yeah. Sakamoto doing all these magnificent things doesn't come as a surprise to me. Now, if they had instead done, haven't you heard, I'm Sakamoto as a live action series, yeah. I think that would be far more entertaining. It's actually, yeah, that's actually really true. It's it's almost in the same sense that how funny uh, uh, Cromarty High was as a live action movie. Yes. Yes. Y- you know? I, I agree with you, Evan. See, because I watched the first episode of I Am Sakamoto. It was exhausting. It was, <laughs> see, yeah. and I thought it was really funny, but it was really funny for that first episode because I was like, hey, every single episode is going to be exactly the same, isn't it? Yeah. So so if they made it like a short film, like, okay, cool, like, that's nice, but he's just... One of those three-minute ones. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. three-minute short, Um, and uh, and but he's just going to keep doing the same thing over and over and over again. Plus, it's done by Studio Dean, and Studio Dean's animation is garbage. Except I hate Konosuba. their animation. It's so, yeah, except for Konosuba. Um, but, like, it's so lazy. Like, their animation is so lazy. Yeah, which, I, I mean, that's funny because the, the, one of the funniest scenes in, in Sakamoto was by far the volleyball scene where those three dudes are just batting around the volleyball talking, and then it falls on the ground. They just go, oh, yeah. <laughs> I guess we better go home. Like, that was funny. And, yeah, that's, a re- I, and, and that was- that's a recurring thing that happens in the series. Those volleyball guys keep showing up, like, in, in future episodes. Nice. But, yeah, like I, like I said, if the show is a live-action series, where you see, like, the character Sakamoto doing all these crazy things, that would be so much funnier. But because it's a cartoon, I just feel like it, it, doesn't, it doesn't capture the humor as well. And, it's, I, and that's something that I've never really said before. In regards to anime, like, because, like, like, don't get me wrong, like, when you watch, like, an anime, you see all these crazy cool stuff, like, it just grabs you. But because of the way that Sakamoto is, the way that the show is, like, portrayed, that when he does all these cool stuff, it's kind of boring. That's true. I mean, it's... Uh, and I, I agree. 100% I know agree. I know that's weird to, for me to say that, like, this guy's doing amazing stuff and it's boring me. But no, it is because it's it's the same character flaw that's like when you have it's it's the trouble with with superhero movies like that's why people write Superman so flawed is because he's a character who cannot be beaten in any way shape or form so they need to put some kind of other flaw like an emotional flaw in Superman but when you have a show like haven't you heard him Sakamoto and he doesn't even have that and he's perfect well what's the point you know he's gonna win every time it's boring yeah exactly all right good I'm not the only one who's thinking that. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. All right. That was a great discussion for what we're watching. I say it's time to move on to our Tapagachi for today. And today we are deconstructing the Shonen character. Because 
This was actually brought up by a fan. This is a fan-requested topic. Well, not actually fan-requested, but actually fan-inspired. Let me uh, find the original post. So Wicked Fan Michael, uh, he had commented on our last episode. And uh, I quote him in saying, Gotta say, this episode and the last one, you guys are like 10,000% wrong about Shinji and Midoriya. So... Uh, you're, you're literally expecting 14-year-old kids to act like a fusion of Mad Max and Bruce Lee with godlike powers. So this brought up a really intriguing thought about what we've been talking about with our, our shonen characters. Now, Andrew and I, we, we, okay, we get super passionate about stuff sometimes, right, Victoria? <laughs> <laughs> um, so Andrew and I, we get super passionate about stuff and we go on these rants that kind of sound mean-spirited sometimes, maybe. Oh, God, uh, I've, I've, Yeah. And I love talking in hyperbole, though. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, it brought up a really interesting point as to maybe, you know, like, clearly we know that our version of the main shonen lead, like a a shonen character, is not everybody's taste. Like, not everybody is going to prefer Soma from Food Wars like we do as much as they prefer someone like Shinji. Because people have have differences in in opinions as to you know what kind of you know what kind of characters they prefer. Michael uh, commented also added in saying that he wanted to throw some information about Midoriya from My Hero Academia, which I wanted to talk about because it's like my favorite show this season. My Hero Academia is amazing, and I hope that it never stops because it's so great. Um, and then Shinji from Evangelion. So he goes on saying that. I feel like you guys are wrong about them for opposite reasons. In Midoriya's case, he's been told his entire life that his only dream is completely impossible. He wants to be a hero, but he can't. And there's a lot of other stuff I could say since I'm... He's, he's Okay, so he's currently up on the manga, so he can't say stuff to us because he doesn't know where the anime is. Right now, he's currently... he He's doing his entrance tests for um, the, the Hero Academy. Mm-hmm. Which is awesome, by the way. Yeah, the show is freaking amazing. Yeah, he starts. He he's saying that if if Midoriya started out with the same confidence that All Might does, All Might is his mentor, uh, who is like the Superman figure who can do no wrong or anything like that. Um, if 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 he was exactly like that at the beginning of the series, it would be boring. In the same way that we just talked about Superman, like not seconds ago, mm. and and how Sakamoto is a boring character because he's perfect, you know, and. But I I don't think they're exactly the same. You know what I mean? Because right. even all all might from from My Hero Academia has a fatal flaw mm-hmm. in his plan. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to say it for anybody who hasn't seen the series, but he but all might has such a huge fatal flaw in the same way that Midoriya does too. And then also for Shinji, Shinji doesn't want to be a hero. He doesn't ever want to be a hero. So this is the complete opposite of what we're thinking because a main shonen lead, we always say, is like, yeah, they should always want to be a hero. Like, I'm going to stand up to the bad guy. Well, Shinji is never in that. And Andrew, you touched on this in the last one, he, he, that he's shunned by everybody. And what that show is this? Evangelion. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, so Shinji, like the main character, like, get in the damn robot, Shinji. You know, right? Like, everybody is forcing him to do this, mm-hmm. right? So that's in, and, and that's an insane thing to ask of a fourteen-year-old. 
He's completely expendable, which Andrew mentioned in the last episode, and and there's a whole classroom full of this, but ever uh, kids who can do it, but everybody is telling Shinji that he's the only one, and Shinji only wants to get close to his father. In order to do that, he has to pilot the Zeva, which he doesn't want to do, and he just wants to get to know his father, and his father doesn't even want him. So, like, yeah, he's gonna be a little depressing. Yeah. He's gonna be a bit of a downer, but I think Shinji, in in certain cases, I and I don't know if I'm gonna contradict myself, but I. You know, like, I stand by what I said in the last episode that I prefer characters who are like Soma. I, I do. I prefer mm. characters like that. It's 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 just a better character to watch because it's not depressing and it's exciting. Soma from Food Wars. Soma from Food Wars. Yes. I, I mentioned Food Wars before. Okay. But, um, but Shinji is is kind of a special case because that is that is a completely different series on its own. Uh, Michael said in his message to us that Evangelion is a deconstruction of the Mecha series in the same way that Madoka is a deconstruction of the Magical Girl series. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So before this, we had Gundam. And in Gundam, we have pilots who are really young that are just like, oh, these guys are really cool. They're amazing. They're piloting robots and they're going to war and they're not going to die. You know, like that whole thing. And then you watch Evangelion and, it, and it's like, oh, man, if he gets in that robot, he's going to die. You know? So a lot more serious. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and depressing and terrible. Yeah, so I... I mean, do you even put Evangelion into the shonen category? It's more of like an anti-shonen show. It's a a, a, a sign-in, like a like a, a sign-in anime. You yeah. know, sign-in is for older older males. Yeah, and I I don't even know if I would put it in as a shonen really because Shinji follows those or has all those tropes that we don't like as a shonen character. But I wouldn't put Evangelion in a Shonen Jump Weekly, not next to One Piece and Bleach no. and stuff no like way. that. No, you know, um, and but Michael's information to us is super eye opening. I I love the fact that he sent us this because it's going to give us a great topic to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, and but because I I think that Midoriya from My Hero Academia is definitely a more uh, a more reasonable case to discuss. As to which, if you haven't heard the last two episodes, we were talking about, like, Midoriya doesn't stop crying for the first four episodes. Mm. Crying all the time because he's, he wants to be a hero so bad. The only thing he's ever wanted to do in his life is he wants to be a hero. But he doesn't have superpowers like 80% of the rest of the world. Everybody has superpowers of some sort. He has none. Like, even his mom, his, Midoriya's mom's superpower is that she can levitate very small items yeah it has to be very small and very light yeah so like so like she's really good at cooking because she can bring like knives and and stuff to her like float them over to her and um when midoriya finds out that he has no superpowers he asks his mom hey can i still be a hero someday and she says i'm sorry no which is devastating to hear if you were a kid right like if you were a kid and 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 you and like when I was when I was seven, I said I want to make video games, and if somebody just straight up told me no, I'd be so devastated. That when you were seven? Yeah, yeah, Damn. I would have been devastated. Like I would have, I would have, of course, I would have cried about it. But here's the difference: is Midoriya still has his dream of becoming a hero, even though people told him no afterwards. He still strives to go into the academy and uh, and become a hero. And he stands up to bullies and everything like that, even though he has no powers and they do, and he gets beat up all the time. And, like, he cries about it. That's mm-hmm. And that's where my problem comes in. I feel like that if he really wants to be a hero, yeah, he should take his influence from All Might 
and act like all might. You know, stand up, puff out his chest. And, mm-hmm. You know, that's that's where my stance on it is, and and, and Michael uh, disagreed with us. Yeah, which is great. I, I I think that's perfectly fine that he disagreed with us. I, I I honestly feel like this comment that he gave us is a long time coming from all of our fans. I'm sure there's <laughs> a lot of our fans out there who have listened to our show and been like, "These guys need to shut up." Oh, Victoria no. has said it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Um, right, like, only once or twice. <laughs> to deconstruct the shonen character, we have to think of somebody like uh, Edward Elric as well. He. Um, <laughs> so Edward Edward Elric starts out the series as like a 14-year-old kid, right? Yeah, he's really, really young. He's like 14 or 15. Like, and he's a tough kid. Yeah, he's I mean, he's a brat. He's yeah. Like, he's a brat, but like, you can kind of get behind his motives. Yeah, like he, I mean, he, he lost, he loses his mom really, really fast. I was about to say, like, I gotta be careful what I say about this. Like, you, I mean, yeah, people have seen it. Yeah. But yeah, he loses his mom and it's, it's really severe and painful. And then, like, he's just determined and, like, I'm gonna do this. I feel like he's, like, hiding that he's not a horrible person by being an asshole for a while. But, like, <laughs> he's still a tough kid. But, yeah, think yeah. about his character. He's, he goes you know? through so much so early. Yeah. But, like, he has to grow up really fast. I mean, he has to take care of his younger brother. I mean, their father abandoned them. Their mother dies when they're really young. Yeah. and But here's the difference, too. He's really smart. Both he and his brother are really smart really, in the really ways good. of alchemy. Mm-hmm. You know? And in order to be an alchemist, you got to be really smart. Really, really mm-hmm. freaking smart. And as opposed to a character like Midoriya from My Hero Academia, he's just a little kid. He's a regular kid. You know, it, it, just as, as all of us went through elementary school to high school, mm-hmm. you know, so so I guess there's there's kind of a difference in those characters that like because I feel that you can split shonen characters into two categories: ones who are who are tough and manly right off the bat, and ones who are cowards who need to grow a backbone, who yeah. need to find find their motive to grow a backbone. So um, and both of those things that I said are both really harsh, like right next to <laughs> right next to yeah. each other. But that's fine. I don't care. <laughs> so I feel like honestly, one of the characters you can pull out of that real fast is, if I remember correctly, it's been a long time since I've watched this, but I think you can go into Dragon Ball. Yep. With that, because Gohan, in the beginning, is like a whiny crybaby. Yeah, but and then he gets like really awesome. And but you kind of have to also remember about his dad, Goku, yeah. went in Dragon Ball. Uh, in the first one, they're like polar opposites. Mm-hmm. Yep. So Goku, Goku as a kid was like this really cocky, like punk brat mm-hmm. uh, who could do whatever the heck he wanted because he was like, "I'm awesome, man! Like yeah. I'm so cool." Um, and then you got Gohan as a little kid who's you know. To be fair, his mom is scary as hell. Yeah. And, so and like... also to be fair to oh, Chi-Chi? Yeah. She's terrifying. Also, on the note of fairness, too, there hasn't been a single character who has been kidnapped as much as Gohan <laughs> in, in his adolescence in a shonen series. Oh my god, that's really true. Um, <laughs> well, especially, and then you got, and then you got someone like Piccolo who's screaming at you all the time. Yeah, yeah. right. Dodge. Yeah, really? who's training him? I don't Get think. Up. Yeah, I don't think uh, Goku. Goku Nerd. as a child. Yeah, I don't think Goku as a child ever had. Uh, Piccolo screaming at him. No, no. <laughs> but uh, but even still, like you kind of look at that in like the polar opposites of uh, of father to son mm-hmm. as far as their childhood goes. That's actually like a really interesting thing to look at that I've actually like only thought about You're just about this now, moment. Like, yeah, huh. like huh. Topic number two. Like I, yeah, like I wonder if they did that on purpose. They must have. Yeah. They must have done that on purpose uh, or a curatorial. Well, then like then it's like Goten is a lot like his dad. 
Yeah, ex- yeah, yeah like, that's go, true. Goten's yeah. a little shit. <laughs> hey, oh, so go, you mean Goten's more like Grandpa, or no, no? Goten is is Goku's son, right? Yeah, yes. Fidel is Gohan, and no, not Fidel. Ah, uh, Pan. Pan. Pan is, is yes. Pan is Fidel and Gohan's kid. So Chi Chi and I, Chi- I actually Chi-Chi, yeah they have I three forgot kids. I forgot about that that because because then there's that's like an... and Goten and they do their like fusion thing and yeah I I watch Dragon Ball yeah. a little that's kind of like an us situation when we have a little brother like that young like we're like Gohan's age and and our brother's like Goten's age or, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> now I have a sister who's six. That's right. Yeah, turning twenty-five. Oh, <laughs> Getting ready for that quarter-life crisis. No, it's all right. I my friend ha- calls it my quarter-centennial. I believe. Yeah, I, I already, I already had went through my quarter-life crisis, and it was, it was not so bad. I got over it pretty quickly. Anyways, <laughs> I did mine six when, years ago. <laughs> anyways, what um, uh, what what do you guys prefer in your shonen characters? Like when when you go into a shonen character, which one do you prefer to watch? I think it's kind of obvious who I prefer. I think everybody here would know that I prefer a Jojo, Kenshiro, Soma type character. I do... Now, okay, so here's the thing that I think I really need to point out too, is even though like I say things like that about Evangelion, Shinji, and uh, Midori from, uh, from Hero, Hero Academy, Academia... Um, I really love those shows. Yeah. I love those shows. I just have, like, I've been like, I really wish the like, main character wasn't crying at me right now because it's a really awkward situation and I really don't want to listen to that. Uh, come back to me when you're Kenshiro. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, that's that's all. Like, I really like those characters. But, yes, I much prefer, like, watching JoJo as far as my shonen characters go and being like, yes, manly. Mm. I'm going through all the shonen in my head and I'm like, oh, shit, I like the crybabies. Do you? I, I think I you, do. But you're but, really on top I, of One Piece, right? Yeah, and at the beginning, Luffy's kind of like a little bit of a loser at the beginning. But he's very confident still, though. Yeah, yeah no, confident. he's cocky as hell. But, like, when you go learn more about his past, like, he grew up, like, so wimpy. And, right, like, yeah. he got his ass kicked by his brothers, like, forever. And it, it was... it's. I don't know. I like that there's a development there, you know? Yeah. Like, but they're you, learning where they're coming from. But, but your yeah. favorite is Full Metal Alchemist. Oh, yeah. No, like, Ed Ed went through hell, but he was he's always been cocky. <laughs> but, like, he, like... Go, I, I like the story of, like, them going through a lot and learning from it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, Ed does that. I mean, I'm trying to think. Luffy, he had to learn a lot, and then he's not exactly the smartest bulb, but he's still a lot of fun. And Natsu, like yeah, not he, see, uh, see, you're kind of pointing towards like the the non crybaby types. It seems yes and no. Mm. Like if you learn more, like Here's, Natsu got abandoned like by his father. I like that we're call, saying crybaby types. Like it's so <laughs> that's so like offensive. But. So here's so here's the <laughs> like I do like I love the tough guys. I really do lo- like I really do love the tough guys. But like a lot of them did have like a really hard beginning. Most everybody does have a really hard beginning. Like Kenshiro mm-hmm. had his. Like, the reason why he's even on his journey is because the person he loved got stolen, kidnapped away from him. And like, he's going off to... Yeah, he, like, and he's, his goal is to find Yuria. Um, and, you know, Shin See, almost now, tried to kill him. if you had told me that, like, months ago, I probably would have watched the show. Yeah, so so <laughs> Yuria got kidnapped by Shin, who and they used to be, like, best friends. Mm-hmm. And uh, and Shin left him to die. That's why he has, like, the scars on it of the... Of the North Star on his, uh, on his chest. Well, see, the, the main reason I'm saying it, like, I'm not a... I'm a so the thing I loved before Full Metal was Inuyasha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, though he's kind of a knucklehead, tough guy, 
big whoopee cry baby all the freaking time <laughs> really About i didn't know Kikyo that every five freaking seconds i didn't know that he, oh my god like he doesn't actually cry but like he goes running after this woman who wants to kill him every freaking episode like every time he sees her she's gonna try and kill him and he ditches the girl that he's currently with to go be with this other woman who's a clone of her like it's ridiculous <laughs> But, like, it's constantly just, like, you know, really, you're kind of a big pussy about this. What the hell? <laughs> just move on. She's dead. Go to this one. But And, you know, uh, you mentioned Inuyasha, and I like a shonen show who's by the same creator, which is Ranma One Half. Yeah. yeah. And Ranma is a cocky asshole as well. Like, he's <laughs> just, and, like, there's no crybaby in him at all. He's just the best at everything. Like, he, and he, he's, like, he's one of those, like, I'm the best at everything and I know it. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's not. He just—he's not the best, but he's very good. See, yeah. that's—that's that's how Inuyasha is. He's, yeah, he's very much like a cocky asshole, and he—he he feels like he's amazing and he can do whatever. And he's like, whatever, I'm awesome. I essentially, he kind of acts like he can have whoever he wants because he's got Kagome and he has Kikyo. But like, every single time that she's there, he gets really upset. He focuses on her. He ditches everything. He doesn't think about what he's doing. He just lets his mind go to that. And then, like, he sent, spends an entire episode just, like, depressed about it. <laughs> and then, like, if it's a new moon and he's, he loses his half-demonness, yep. oh, my God, he's just, like, pissed off in the corner the whole time. Like, he has, I swear to God, Inuyasha PMSs half this, like, series. That kind of, <laughs> it kind of sounds like Ichigo, like, from Bleach. Uh, where, yeah. like, whenever Ichigo can't beat somebody, he, mm-hmm. like, and, and is, like, uh, in, like, a bit of a rut, like, he gets depressed about it. Like, mm-hmm. he's just like, oh, I can't believe I can't beat this person. What am I gonna do? And like, then, like, and he he usually says it with, like, half of his shoulder missing because yeah. a sword has gone through it or something like that. <laughs> How about you, Evan? Yeah, Evan, what do you got? You see, I prefer the ones that, you know, they start out as weak and then they become strong and confident because I feel like those are the ones that that more people can relate to. Because the exactly. ones that start out as, like, completely strong from start to finish, you you, you can't relate to those as well. Okay. Um, and not to mention the other ones who start as a wimpy little crybaby and end as a wimpy little crybaby. You, you, you just get annoyed with those sorts of characters. And that should have been, like, a topic from last week's discussion. I do like the characters that start off weak but then become strong because... Um, I, th- I feel like Natsu from Fairy Tale is a good example, especially if you look at how he grew up from being raised by his uh, dragon father, however you want to say that. Oh, That's- dude, if you go into the manga, it's so much deeper and worse. Like, but yeah, yeah. like, yeah, Natsu, he, he grew up and then he grew up with a dragon, mm-hmm. raised by a dragon, and then the dragon freaking leaves. And then he becomes best friends with this girl who then up and dies. Yep. And like, literally, just like repeated like depression and sadness but he's he stays like the goofball after mm-hmm. He, mm-hmm. he's sad like for the reasonable amount of time to be sad when you're abandoned and someone you care about dies like but he's super determined to find the dragon right right which is why i relate to him more than something like a character like jotaro who i do love but I can't relate to him on the same level as I can with a character like Natsu. Um, oh, I, th- I can. I relate with Jotaro so much. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. I really do. It's so fun. But I'm with Evan on this one. <laughs> uh, but I'm looking at my uh, one of my movie posters right now. I'm looking at my movie poster for Puella Magi and Madoka Magica. And I'm thinking of the character of Madoka, how she starts out as weak, 
But then as the show progresses, yeah, she it takes her a while, not until probably like the second to last episode, where she starts to get that confidence that she is that she becomes the one that must save the world. And she realizes that. So she has to build it up from within her. And I like a character like like Madoka because she is so relatable, because she has been put into a situation that most people would never want to be in, but yet when the time comes, she realizes that she has the confidence, she has the can-do attitude, and she has the capability of overcoming such a huge obstacle. Here's um here's here's something that I want to bring up that uh, uh, references pretty much everything that we've been talking about thus far because I kind of realized it as we were all talking about this and we were ta- talking the difference between characters who are quote-unquote crybabies and then characters who are tough guys and i i think that deep down all of them are exactly the same mm-hmm. um i agree with that because it, yeah. it, and it, it all depends on the outward appearance that they that they put forth you know we we see the character in the moment in time that we're given but i think that every single character has been through the same exact thing like for example when you watch my hero academia you see Midoriya cry all the way through the beginning, whereas opposed to Luffy and Natsu from Fairy Tale and and uh, and One Piece, they they haven't cried, or, or you don't see them cry much in the series because they've already gone past that point at, at one time. You know what you know what I'm saying? Mm, like yeah. they, then like we Lu- then you get to Lucy in Fairy Tale who cries like every other episode. Yeah, um, <laughs> I still love her. But yes, yeah, she's a girl. <laughs> What's your point? <laughs> so this um no, I cry a lot too. <laughs> so this uh this brings up the point of basic storytelling, which is the hero's journey. And the best example that anybody could possibly give for the hero's journey is Star Wars. It is the it is the most basic form in any James is in here for this conversation. Yeah. Oh my god. In the most basic form of any point. Let's take a look at Luke Skywalker, our hero. I mean, what kind of character is he in the beginning? He's a whiny crybaby. <laughs> Um, he's, you know, but I was going to go into town to Uncle Owen. Yeah, you know, you know, so, and then, and then he gets put on this motivational path to become stronger. And then at the end of the episode, or at the end of the episode, at the end of the series, when you're watching episode six, when he's fighting against Darth Vader and oh my gosh, there's so much emotion in there. And like, he's, he's strong. He's a Jedi, you know, like. He's the friggin' man. I, I think that there's a difference between these series that we're talking I think we're talking about the exact same characters this entire time, mm-hmm. you know, except in one case, we're looking at characters starting in episode Star Wars Episode 4 and then characters who are starting in Star Wars Episode 6. It all depends on when your journey starts, mm-hmm. you know, and and that's just a really interesting point that I want uh, that I wanted to bring up, you know. It's like I can't think of a main character that I've watched from a show that I've watched that, like, is whiny the whole time. Yeah, even even right now, the character that we've that we base this whole conversation off, Midoriya from My Hero Academia, mm-hmm. not really whiny anymore. Like I'm, we're we're six episodes in, completely different character already. Yeah, because they grow, and I feel like I relate more to the characters. Like Evan said, when they do learn and they grow from those things, mm-hmm. and like it's just it's a lot easier to relate to those people. Yeah, and I just I, I just find that I, I like to connect with the characters who, right off the bat, like to stand up for what's right even if they even if they know that they're going to get hurt in a fight and Midoriya is that character 
He just but, cries. But he just cries. He, he just cries first. Um, uh, Which well, isn't a bad thing. We, we talked about this on the last episode, too. If you haven't heard our, the last episode of our podcast, we talk about this a lot. It's not a bad thing to cry. Don't like. Don't take that the wrong way. I do it a lot, especially after the move. <laughs> it's, it's not. It's never a bad. It's never a bad thing to be sad. It's never a bad thing because even Kenshiro cries, and it's never a bad thing. He never closes his eyes though. <laughs> it's, it's never a bad thing to feel emotion of any kind. I just want to point that out too because I'm an extremely emotional person. You can tell that when I go on rants, but for different reasons. <laughs> Those are different kinds of emotions. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> Like I, I'm glad that that you know. I, I hope okay that we cleared up some stuff. It's dumb to do it for like no reason. Right. Like, like, it's I'm not okay to cry. whine. Yes. It's not okay to whine. It's okay to cry yeah. over what hurts you Unless and then fight like back. Four. Yeah. <laughs> then whining is expected. Yeah. See, Kenshiro, Kenshiro got his woman taken away from him, so he was gonna go kick some ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You he, cry about it, and then you get up back up on your feet and you fight back. Kenshiro just sits in a corner and writes emo songs about the girl being stolen away from him. <laughs> that that's we, actually we need your... to have a conversation though of like all the dads and their kids and the differences because I'm like going a, through my I'm trying not to go through my head right now of all the fathers and like Maybe that should be next shit. episode. Maybe dads that's just fathers like, like water when, figures. When's Father's Day? When when is Father's Day? June, right? I oh. say I fathers say fathers and like living up to your father in the end. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I would love to hear people's feedback on this topic. I yeah. think that we've talked about Please it. Please don't get too mad at me for calling anyone a crybaby. I'm sorry. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I will cry. <laughs> like, I'll be honest, I will. Yeah, um, it, we're, sure, we're, we're harsh about stuff on the show all the time. Every, everybody knows that, you know, but... Don't but, care. But, I mean, honestly, I feel like that we just like to make caricatures of the, of the characters we love. Yeah. You know? So, um... If we if we were I feel too like harsh, Alphonse gets depressed a lot, but he can't cry. He'd rust. So. <laughs> <laughs> and he doesn't have tear ducts anymore, so he can't rust anyway. Right? So. <laughs> At least he has so, a place to put his cat. All the cats. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, thank you for bringing up this topic. I'm glad that we got to yeah. talk about it. I think this was a really fun topic. Hopefully, to we didn't make it matter, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> if he did, please comment on this episode, and we'll send you a pizza roll. Uh, there, so. Uh, Andrew, where can they also? I think they'll send you a pizza roll. Yeah. Oh, do, oh actually, before we do, before we do, um, before we do shameless plugs, do we have some fan service to go through? We do have fan service, and we kind of have a lot, but Ooh. not really. It's just kind of long. Uh, first off, uh, Temsu shot us an email over on Gmail, uh, and uh, Temsu says that hey, uh, I've been watching Kisniver, and uh, he says thanks for the recommendation. Uh, but it also kind of fits into uh, the topic from last week. Characters uh, who annoy us. Ca- characters that annoy us. Can you see where this episode stemmed from, Victoria? Yeah, that makes <laughs> sense then. Um, so uh, I actually don't find anybody from Kisniver annoying, but he did. Um, and he says that it was uh, Sonozaki. I can level with him. Honestly, oh no, I get I, it. Honestly, I can. Sonozaki is the blue-haired character who brings all of the characters together and makes them Kisnivers. She is an emotionless character, a clean slate, you know. That's boring. And well, see, there you can't relate to her, right? So the point is, is like, um, is it's kind of the the purpose of the show. Like something happened between the main character and her, not between them, but something happened to them. And this is that's the uh, where the show's leading up to is what happened to these characters, okay? Um, because they both don't feel emotion. Um, but, uh, but they share the emotions of all these other Kisnivers, uh, so they can feel it. 
So he he's annoyed by her because uh, he he he's put into the the situation of the characters who were kidnapped and experimented on and put through all these trials. What a really jerk move to do, you know. And there's an underlying tone in the series that Sonozaki just wants to understand what emotions are, right? But but regardless of what what she feels, he's still annoyed by her, understandably, because her character trope is kind of boring, I guess, and and just that she doesn't care. Like yeah. like there's there's this moment in time where Sonozaki does not care about these other other characters or what happens to them she's all doing it for the sake of science and then you bring in you know the other the other experiment characters which i'm not going to spoil because it's a very recent thing in the in the series uh it's just kind of like a bad situation he's looking at it from the perspective of the kiznivers and what he would do if suddenly he was kidnapped and turned into a kiznivor and it's sonazaki's fault for per se and that's not okay in his eyes Cool. So thanks, Semsu. Uh, thank you for contributing that. That is amazing. Yeah, you know, I never even even considered that as a, like an annoying anime character sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's, it's one that we did miss. It was kind of like a different take on it. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, we had Anna. Uh, Anna uh, sent us that, yep. that Gmail as well, and we talked about her story. Uh, Sean tweeted at us. Um, Sean, okay, this Sean gave us a little bit of a shout-out on Facebook because um, he was giving blood one day? Twitter. He gave a shout-out on Twitter. What did I say? Facebook. Oh, well, I did say tweet at us. Uh, anyway. He tweeted at us on Facebook. Yeah, he tweeted at <laughs> us on Facebook. Really? <laughs> so, um, Sean, you're going to appreciate this because you're going to know exactly what he's talking about. Oh. Sean sent us a tweet and said, I'm waiting in line to give blood. I have about one Brad Swale to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But after he gave blood. That's hanging up in my closet right now. <laughs> yeah, he said, uh, he said that um, overall... Uh, he was, uh, he had to wait just under two Brad Swales. For anybody who doesn't know what the Brad Swale joke is, he waited six hours in line. (laughs) I'm so confused that other people are using that right now. Like, what? So, um, so a Brad Swale is three and a half hours. Because that's how long we waited in 2008 to get his autograph at Anime Boston. Yeah, which now they don't allow that anymore. Yeah, that that would never happen. It's going to... Um, so, yeah, Brad Swale is three and a half hours. Uh, I can't believe we waited that long. That's amazing. <laughs> Man, that is a long time to wait in line. He said bonus doesn't matter because he was getting paid for it, so it's... True. So, yeah, yeah, I'm sure he got cookies and juice, too. How are the cookies and juice, Sean? That's the more important matter at hand. <laughs> I know at work we used to get free movie tickets if we went and donated blood. Really? Mm-hmm. More than just cookies and milk. Well, what? Well, that they, sounds awesome. Well, they can't have it. It's mine. <laughs> I know. I'm just scared of needles. Like, yeah, that's my thing. I go, it's... but well, I just I just had my blood uh, my blood taken at uh, at the I went to my physical on Friday and uh, they took some blood and now they're using see now they're using like really thin needles. I literally couldn't even feel it. Like it, it was like they he, wouldn't do that for for no, no, giving no, yeah, blood for, for giving blood. It's a it's a bigger needle. They use they like elephant get, needles. Yeah, because they need to get all the blood out so at a lot My faster. My friend held a, but, had posted a picture of her holding a bag of the, of her blood, and she's like, "It's a bag of me." Oh my <laughs> <God>. <laughs> I'm holding some of my life oh, in my hand. This girl's crazy. Anyways, I hung out with her in the parks, and she bit my shoulders twice. Like, <laughs> how did that? How did it happen twice? For for one thing, we're in line, and she just we're in line for a ride, and she just bit my shoulder, and then like a few minutes, like maybe like an hour later, after I yelled at her because she's not five years old, she bit my other shoulder. I'm like, what the hell? It was to match. 
Yeah, this is the same girl who threatened me. She's like, if we don't get to hang out before you leave for Massachusetts, I'm going to get on a plane and pretend I have a knife. And I'm like, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Don't post that on Facebook. She's crazy. (laughs) I love her, though. Oh, man. Um, And then uh, over on – now actually over on Facebook. Like, this is actually over on Facebook now? This is on For Reals Facebook. Yeah. Big Bad Shadow Man sent us over a toy shelf, believe it or not. It was actually – we probably should have mentioned this over on Toy Shelf, but it is more of a fan service thing that um, there's more – I don't know if – there's a recent trend that's been popping up, which is Evangelion versus Godzilla. And so now there's a figurine popping up of I love this of Ray of Ray Ayanami from Evangelion right that her right there. Okay. Uh, we have Evangelion figurines in front of us in the room, which is is beautiful. I love it. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff, for having a, an Evangelion phantom uh, of Ray holding like a little mini baby Godzilla. Like, look, look at this, this right here. Aww. This figurine is awesome. She's cuddling a little cute cute Godzilla. Yeah. So we really should have talked about it on Toy Shelf, but uh, thank you, Big Bad, for... For For the follow-up. Yeah, Yeah. for the follow-up, because that's awesome. And then uh, Keto would like to point out that, man, his... Because we talked about baby metal on the last episode, too, that uh, over in Canada, that their baby metal tickets sold out so fast. Wow. Um, Which they actually actually did here, too. Uh, We were at a sold-out show, but Mm -hmm. we actually... Got pre-sale tickets for having a promo code. Thank you, Evan. You're welcome. Yeah. You know, it's funny because uh, one of our friends who we saw at the Baby Metal concert, this was technically the first time he had seen Baby Metal, but it was his second Baby Metal concert because he went to a Baby Metal concert in Canada. The first time they ever played in Canada, and it was the closest time they ever played to the United States. It was it was a year, two years ago now, maybe. Mm-hmm. And he never made it inside the venue. Oh my he gosh. heard Baby Metal playing their set from outside the venue. And then when he got in, it was over. Uh, well, I heard it was wouldn't super crowded. Be, wouldn't that be like so heartbreaking? Yeah. I would die. Oh super crowded. So, so Baby Metal, hard to see in Canada, I guess. And it's usually hard for us in, um, in the Boston area to see any Japanese band besides Baby Metal. So it came as a nice surprise that they actually did a Boston gig here. Yes, yeah, it was sure. it was a blessing in disguise. Indeed. Not in disguise, it was actually just it was just a blessing. Yeah. <laughs> so finally, we want to give our shout out uh, monthly shout out uh, from our Patreon. Supporter. Yeah, if you guys if you guys are uh, supporters on Patreon, if you get, if you're at the twenty dollar tier. Uh, if you if you pay more, uh, twenty dollars or more, you can type to us whatever the heck you want, and we will shout it out for you. Yeah, uh, and our self-proclaimed number one fan, Allison. I love her. <laughs> she has some competition. She has, I mean, she she has some pretty st- uh, stiff competition for number one fan. Well, uh, eventually saying. we're gonna have a battle royale. Well, because number one fan. The thing fans is, and, and that's not that's not coming from me. Like, because like anybody can say that they're number one fan of Wicked Anime, and I accept all of you guys equally. <laughs> but but uh, there's a bunch of fans that will be like, no, I'm I'm the number one fan. So. So yeah. we gotta we gotta contest I've this. I've only summer. met Allison and I've hugged Allison and well we met her sister too. Yeah. Yep. But like Allison's my girl. I love her. <laughs> yeah. So Allison, she wanted to give her shout out and every shout out that she's done so far has always been about a charity and this mm-hmm. charity that she wants to talk about now is uh, the Beetle. Sorry, yeah, Beetle. Yeah. Beagle uh, Freedom Project, which is a charity that. Um, gives homes to beagles who have been in product testing facilities. So after they have chemical testings on them for, like, I don't know, makeup, shampoos, whatever, 
They, um, I mean, like, so you, you guys, you guys must be kind of curious. It's like, wow, that's really specific. Why just beagles? Um, it's because beagles are the number one type of dog to be tested for some reason. I don't know why. What? Are they the highest breeded dog? Maybe there's an overabundance of beagles, so they just use beagles. No, I. I feel like I haven't. Seen maybe beagles. Maybe it's because their it has, hair matches closer to our hair. Maybe. That could that be. That would make more sense. Yeah. Like, like, I think it actually stuff. has more of more of to do of their personalities as dogs, like their personalities of reacting to things. They are very emotional dogs. Yeah. So I, I don't know. It's, there could be animal s- testing alone is just horrible. Yeah, there could be so many reasons for this. Anyways, um, the uh, Beagle Freedom Project. You can donate dog. Uh, yeah, donate dogs. You can adopt beagles who have been a part of animal yeah, testing help, help in their rehabilitation so of instead of probably being enough. put down after they're a failed test subject or whatever that's horrible isn't it yeah you go allison yeah that that's like i love that she keeps introducing us into all these good charities and stuff yeah she's really awesome about that yeah a very charity driven uh fan that's for sure and uh whenever we're at anime boston that's i mean we're always donating to the charity over there because it's our charity so what do you know that's how we better True. I feel like I should correct something because I did say that she. Like, I love everyone who listens to this. Like I will hug anyone who's like, "Hey, I know who you are." So and, and if you say if you if you hug Victoria and say you are our number one fan, I'll probably cry. Then there you go. Like that's that's that is what she's getting at right now. Yeah. yeah. Like I I am the fangirl. I'm the fact that Allison is a. You fan are girl, wearing I'm, a shirt that says fangirl. It is. It's. I, <laughs> yeah, I have a tea turtle shirt that says fangirl with a bunch of different characters on it, including. Edward Elric over in the corner who <laughs> yeah I, I'm literally a fangirl and having a fangirl like huh, best feeling ever we fangirled over each other when I met her <laughs> it was pretty great it was like a fangirl paradox it was, it just was like so this, amazing if you, if you <laughs> walked in between them you would have went deaf over the screen time, time would stand still so great, time stood still but between yeah, them no, like, love her so if anyone says they're the number one fan they've got some tough competition to convince me here I'm just saying just saying so you know ooh. it's on it's on <laughs> i guess we so know how to settle be- this i feel like we need to get all these so-called number one fans together and have a senren kagura festival versus 10 woman battle royale i would watch that yeah that sounds good except it's going to be live action so they have to get into bikinis and fight each other <laughs> Oh dear God! <laughs> what did you just say? <laughs> well, if they're gonna bikinis, put them out on the vagina kayaks. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and that's as strange as it gets. <laughs> uh, All right, guys. Okay, so uh, so where else? If you guys want to join in on this crazy conversation <laughs> that we're having right now, um, do it. it's a lot of fun. <laughs> um, you can email us at wickedanimereviews at gmail.com. That's wickedanimereviews, all one word, at gmail.com. You can also find us at facebook.com slash wickedanime, where we post news and funny things that we find around on the internet. You can also chat with us over there if you want. Shoot us a comment or whatever. You can also listen to our podcast at nerdyshow.com if you're not already there listening to it. That's nerdyshow.com slash wickedanime. You can also listen to the podcast at soundcloud.com slash wickedanime and on iTunes. And hey, there's videos over on nerdyshow.com as well, but videos can also be found at youtube.com slash wickedanimereviews. Subscribe! Subscribe. You can also find us on all the other social meets uh, over at Twitter. You can tweet at us at Yo Wicked Anime, and you can tumble at us, or tumble at us? I guess you can tumble at us. Yeah, you can. You totally can. But people stopped doing that a while ago, which is fine because I barely ever checked Tumblr. But we still we you still kind of... had me run it for a while. Yeah. I just fell off the planet. Well, Tumblr's, Tumblr sucks. Well, <laughs> you, let's be honest. got a job at Disney, which is like infinitely more jealous 
Disney, no, like being a Hogwarts student at Universal, no, that was the that was uh, that was the better one. That's okay. right. I was a Hogwarts student. I worked at the castle. I called everyone a Muggle, I'm, and I like I wore Hufflepuff. I'm so glad that they allowed you to wear whatever class you identified with. Like yes that, and no. It's the oh. sizes. I mean, like I made I made the medium fit. I didn't give two shits. Like Hufflepuff <laughs> came in extra small and medium. It's like, bitch, our common room's next to the kitchen. We're not going to be small. Oh, I'm, a, but like, I'm an art guy. I'd be in Ravenclaw. <laughs> <laughs> no, you wouldn't. Because Ravenclaw is XL, 3XL. Really? Mm-hmm. It, why? We don't have that many. I don't know. It's just what they did. Yeah. But I'd make it work. The way you made the right? medium I made work, I'd make it. Yeah. Just do it. You know, that was, that was the best job. Um, and Got it, off topic. Sorry. And that's on <laughs> Tumblr. That's wickedanime.tumblr.com. <laughs> there you go. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, and finally, you can find us at twitchtv.com. And that's Wicked Anna Play, where we... Uh, Stream some stuff every once in a while. Yeah, you can find some of our uh, Overwatch streams. Which... Okay, I'm gonna try and join them for that. Oh I... man, we should totally watch. We told I told you about. You can watch us play. We'll show you those yeah, videos. Yeah, we'll because I you... just want to watch you guys play. I... No, no, like we have like, I know, I know. like little short. I want to play yeah, Overwatch more than anything in the world. I just don't have a. And I'm getting mine on Monday. Yeah, uh. I don't have a PS4. I'm trying to afford one. You and James are in talks right now. As far as that. I also have to put a car on the road and get a job, and we're trying to pay rent and put, get money for a <laughs> So, like, I, there's no way I'm going to get one anytime soon unless someone else buys it. So, I'm going to do oh, what I can and then may- join you guys. But Maybe a wedding gift? But that's two years from now. It'll that's be two P- years, There'll be a PS5 guys. by then. <laughs> I want to play! <laughs> I'm a gamer. I'm just like, it's just I can't ever join them because everyone who has one a system I can use is an Xbox. Evan, <laughs> Evan, would you like to share where everybody can find you on the social media? Okay, so for the recent news, reviews, podcast episodes, and videos featuring members of the Boston Bastard Brigade, you can find us at www.b3crew.com. If you have any questions, comments, if you're in a band and want to be featured on our show, or if you have any questions for our friend Sawa-sensei, you can write to us at thebastards at bostonbastardbrigade.com. You can find me on Tumblr at b3crew.tumblr.com, on Anime Amino at kingbabyduckesh, on Twitter at king underscore baby underscore duck, and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Inc. Like us on Facebook.com slash Boston Bastard Brigade and on Facebook.com slash Land of Esh. And also don't forget about all the other sites under the Land of Esh, including the Electric Sisterhood, Phil's Recap and Review, Smashed Rook, Nerd Crave, and the Structure Network. And be sure to check out one of our recent episodes with Andrew from Wicked Anime, as he and the yeah. DCD, the George Clooney of Video Game Journalism, we chat about Doom and Flying Witch. Yes, we did talk about Doom and Flying Witch. It was fun. Yeah, it was I'm fun. Really shocked. I think you did yours faster than Evan. <laughs> Whoa. And I'm really confused. Yeah. Evan Evan did it pretty cleanly though. So. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that still that still counts. Mm. You're getting better though. You're getting better. <laughs> well, that's good. Oh, I, I, it's episodes. it's up it's up and down. <laughs> Eighty nine. It's up and, it's up and down. It's up and down. So uh, sometimes I do really well. Sometimes I don't. It's fine. It's conversational. <laughs> At least fine. you got it in before episode one hundred. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you got you've got to be on point for that one. Oh, episode one hundred might be very special though. Next episode is episode ninety, and I feel like that we should make it a certain announcement. Maybe we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But just know that we're working on something very special that's been. In, in the works for a very long time for episode 100. And no, it's not a second hentai episode. I am oh. Sure what's going on. 
I'm sorry. It's not a second hentai episode. One hentai episode was more than enough for me. I feel ashamed enough already. As is that we even have one. <laughs> kind of. Anyway. Uh, so that's it, guys. That's all we have for this episode of the Wicked Anime Podcast. Uh, we will have you guys listening on the next one. Yeah, we're going to make you listen. That's right. Cause if it kills you. Because you guys are our number one fans. And we... and. I, I kind of just said that we'd kill our fans if you're not going to listen. Oh, did I say that by accident? <laughs> we can edit it out later. You're real good at this, you guys. I didn't mean that at all. <laughs> uh, I don't think you should edit it out. You should have the apology. In every that. time that somebody <laughs> says you should edit it out, that, that that's we, usually, it that's usually, usually we're going to keep it in. Yeah, that's usually <laughs> the flag for us to keep it in so they can listen to us say you should edit that out. Goodbye! <laughs> <laughs> bad that my roommates are walking into the apartment for this conversation this <laughs> you just got came into the part about the vaginas <laughs> <laughs> hi oh jeff hi jen <laughs> <laughs> you have a lo- very lovely apartment we're not here thank you oh, okay. <laughs> okay great <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Wicked Anime Podcast, presented by Nerdy Show. If you like what you heard, please rate and review on iTunes, or like and follow us on SoundCloud. As listener-supported entertainment, we rely on you to keep this and other shows on the Nerdy Show Network alive by telling a friend or funding the network via Patreon. Any size contribution gets you exclusive outtakes, episodes, and images from across the network. And there's even more perks available. Just head to patreon.com backslash nerdy show. To find out how you or your company can underwrite this and other nerdy show programming, visit nerdyshow.com backslash sponsorships. You can subscribe to the Wicked Anime Podcast via iTunes and SoundCloud. Leave a comment, like, and share, and follow Nerdy Show and Wicked Anime on all your favorite social networks. For more podcasts, articles, community forums, and other awesomeness, visit nerdyshow.com. If it's geeky, we've got it covered. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.